0: Hello and welcome to XM Cinema. I'm your host Xavier Mustafa and today we will be discussing What If Captain Carter Was the First Avenger. This is the first episode of the new Disney Plus series entitled What If. This series flips the script on the MCU by reimagining famous events from the film in an unexpected way. This series is directed by Brian Andrews, and the head writer is A.C. Bradley. But before we get into this episode, I do have a special guest. Special guest, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Ladies and gentle vapors, my name is Fletch Malone, and I am the vape god, and it is a pleasure to be here, Xavier.
0: I'm excited to have you, my friend, and I'm excited that Disney Plus has given us a new blessing in this new series. And I'm not going to lie, this oh. first
1: so happy for new canon always so happy
0: (laughs) and what's so funny about this episode i was like oh peggy carter like i was like uh all right i'm gonna watch it just because i have to but i actually enjoyed it how about you
1: bro it was it was fantastic like at first it started off kind of similar like obviously it started you know the very beginning was similar to captain america but like, the opening sequence of her, like... Or not the opening sequence. Like, the opening sequence after she took the serum. Mm-hmm. And she, like, stormed the compound to get the Tesseract and stuff. I was like, that's, that's oddly familiar in, <laughs> in, in in my mind. I was like, it seems something like Captain America did. But that could just be my memory being off, you know. I'm not sure.
0: They did copy a lot of stuff from uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Um all the way back to, like to the part where you see Red Skull get the Tesseract. Oh. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is a spoiler. Uh <laughs> This is a spoiler discussion. Sorry we didn't warn you guys beforehand. Uh but you know, when he got the Tesseract, almost exact scene word for word uh with the Red Skull getting the Tesseract from uh I don't forget who that guy was. Um the
1: the it, the doctor, whatever his name
0: is. Yeah. And then um, you had another line from the movie. Um, Do you think you'd be more comfortable in the booth? Uh, yeah.
1: Well, that was that one I get because that was like the whole the whole story was she said no instead of saying yes,
0: mm-hmm. and yep. that's
1: how she became Captain Carter. You know.
0: Yeah, so like, like that you, one I understand. They're like, would you be more comfortable in the booth? She's like, Nah. Nah, I'm okay. <laughs> So then while she's down there, she sees that there's some explosives on the ground. And she looks and she sees, obviously, a Hydra agent activates a bomb. Then he has this little shootout. She ex- well, I don't say accidentally. She shoots Steve Rogers, which was what flipped kind of everything because Steve Rogers couldn't take the super serum at that point.
1: Now, was it was it her that shot him or was it the Hydra no, guy? No, it was, the, it was
0: Hydra? the Hydra guy. Okay, okay. I yeah. was like,
1: I know I wasn't that tired when I saw this. Like,
0: <laughs> Yep, he shot him, and then they were like, well, somebody got to get in this booth because we only got so much time. And they're like, Howard Stark, you go. And he's like, nah. He's like, I push buttons. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And then she's like, I'm going to do it. And she hops in there, and then she comes out all like buff and and like, I don't know, I kept thinking of China in the wrestling <laughs> A little <laughs> bit, yeah. I could see that. And they're like, you know, like, like it was.
1: I wasn't. I guess I wasn't expecting her to like swell up, like muscle wise, for some reason. Yeah. So like when she did, I popped. I was just like, oh, she's she, she Okay, get it, girl.
0: And I will say, Marvel has a a brilliant way, I would say, of depicting these women as strong. I don't say strong strong role models I could say because yeah. I thought she was badass as Captain Britain, oh yeah as Captain Britain I mean Captain. Uh, honestly <laughs> honestly Peggy Carter is a badass as it is like and then you add the super serum on top of it mm-hmm. It's like
1: if you think about it she's a like like she's a special agent for you know the U S uh, for the British forces like she went through training like. I don't know. She's she's a legit badass, in my opinion.
0: So what did you think of the suit?
1: The suit was cool as fuck. Like I honestly didn't think they were going to be able to top like Captain America's like Avengers suit, and I was like, okay, that's up there with it. Like I'm, I mean, obviously it was animated, so it's a little bit easier, but at the same time, it was also probably with heart
0: Well, you know, her, hers was was, was, was I, I, I just kept thinking Captain Britain. That was my yeah. first impression. <laughs> but you that know, they it. give Steve Rogers crap because they say his suit is uh, Captain Puerto Rico. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just has the one star on it. <laughs> the one star. <laughs> so, uh, that's funny. So we get introduced in this series to The Watcher. Yes. Uh, which I thought was pretty cool. And um, it's he's played by Jeffrey Wright. I don't know if you know that. Of Hunger Games and Westworld fame i'm pretty sure he's, which
1: which character did he play in hunger games
0: um uh, oh god bolts i think his name was he was um he was paired with the other girl who kind of went crazy in the games but she ended up telling me uh, what was going on okay I I just yes, kept saying TikTok. And, there, and there, she yep. was like, I remember her talking about that. Ah, I think, oh, what was his name? I think it was Bolts. I think it was like Bolts and Beattie. Beatty was the girl.
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: I should know this because I love those movies.
1: See, now I want to go back and watch Hungry.
0: <laughs> I may do that and go into bed tonight. Who knows? So, what, one thing I do want to say about this series is I think this is perfectly timed because the Loki series just introduced us to the multiverse. They introduced us to Nexus events and how things can be changed and be slightly different in different universes. And this is basically what this was her staying in that room, instead of going up to the booth, changed everything, created a Nexus event. And then there's her story. And it was, it's it's crazy how one little thing, can be, I mean, I guess they did,
1: you know, they didn't, uh, uh, what's, uh, um, imply they did imply in Loki and TVA, they were like, you know, whether it's you're late to work or you started a revolt, you know, it can be something as small as being late to work that, you know, and they went to show it in this series or in this episode, I should say.
0: And one thing I also thought was kind of pretty cool is how, like, what happened in this series mirrored what happened in Captain America, the first Avengers. Like, for instance, it kind of showed how even in reverse, those two are still a team. They still work well together.
1: Yep. You- um, And I think that they... Still through, because I saw a lot of stuff on social media about people complaining that they kind of you know forced Steve Rogers in, but I think it goes to show that their relationship is meant to happen no matter what, okay. and that you know that goes back to back up the fact that you know Rogers went back in time and lived out his life with Peggy, yep. you know, no, like because they said that was supposed to happen, like. You know, it's, it just, it, it's Marvel and Disney's way of, like, confirming little tiny
0: details for me. Yep, I agree. And um, and also, like, you get the fact that, okay, Captain America got frozen, what, 70 years, I think it was? Yep. And then, unthought, you got Peggy fighting the uh, Hydra champion all the way to a... I guess you can say interdimensional portal, and then being brought out of it uh, by um, oh, Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury uh, and Hawkeye, uh, Hawkeye. Um, by use of the t- uh, Tesseract. Um, and she comes back and like, oh, the war is over. We won. Cool. It's two thousand what eleven? I think it was two thousand eleven. Okay. So then it's like, okay, what if you would have followed her? throughout the whole MCU first couple, what phases one and two, all the way to the, the infinity War, like, yeah, would she go back in time and marry Steve Rogers and right. Would Steve Rogers be 90 years old when, you know, and have a daughter. <laughs> that's, like, that's, oh, that's weird. Like what it's if it really gets you thinking?
1: Yeah, it does. It's creepy to think about. I don't know if I like thinking about that, but you know, <laughs>
0: And then who would superheroes. be superheroes? who would be her like Hawkeye? Not Hawkeye. Who would be her Falcon? Uh, <laughs> Things that make you go, hmm. I,
1: I don't know. Well, because beca- Falcon wasn't introduced in the first Avenger. No. no. So we w- we would have had to wait until the second one to find out who they introduced.
0: So, Mar- I feel like that's
1: a safe one. I, I don't know the answer to it. I feel safe not knowing that answer.
0: I wonder if Marvel would go with another strong female co Oh, they, they'd
1: have to just to keep continuity.
0: So, what did you think of the Hydra Stomper? <laughs> First of all, let's start with the name. I thought the name was dope. I thought the, the name, name was, was dope. Cool. I, I, I enjoyed the name. I thought
1: it resembled Iron Man and the Hulkbuster a little bit too much. Though. Personally.
0: You know what? Yeah. The first thing I thought was the Hulkbuster, but then I was thinking, that, remember, um, yeah, I think it was the first Iron Man. That guy, his name was like either Abraham or Jebediah or whatever that guy's name was the villain.
1: Yeah.
0: His suit. It looked kind of a lot like in, his suit in the
1: first one or the second
0: one. I think it was the first one. He had that gray suit and he had like, he worked for Tony, I think. And then he betrayed him at the end.
1: The only one that I remember him be- being betrayed by his hammer. Um, it, it reminds me of the suit that Tony built in the cave more than anything.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think the Stomper was uh, just a little bit bigger. That's why it probably reminded oh, yeah. us of the Hulkbuster first. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that it had that in my notes somewhere, but I can't find it, of course, because I'm looking for it. So, hey. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Like, I, I thought it was cool, but like, it it took me a second to get over how similar to Iron Man it looked.
0: Abraham? Nope, nope. That was the that was the scientist. Ah, uh, this is gonna bother me forever.
1: You're not talking about Anton, are you? Because that uh... would be Iron Man two
0: see uh, dead air dead air <laughs> <laughs> uh, well anyway um. so what did you think of Red Skull just kind of being an idiot as always
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I popped so hard then, when he finally summoned the champion. And then just right away, just, oh, I was like, like, yo, what the fuck?
0: Like, you think villains will know, like, once you summon an interdimensional character. Uh, You're not going to be able to control that
1: son bitch.
0: Right. Like, do that from like, afar. Like, go a couple blocks down do the deal or at least do it and run he's like hey right. how you doing and the thing's like fuck you buddy excuse <sighs> my <language. laughs> Jesus. I'm like, Jesus I love Red Skull and I think what I really like about Red Skull is I like Hugo Weaving anything he plays in and so you remember he played the original Red Skull but then I think he had some type of falling out or something with Marvel and so, he wasn't in
1: the any worse one was he
0: uh, he was in Yeah, what it was it was, yeah, it was Infinity War. He was in Infinity War, but it wasn't him. It was um the guy from The Walking Dead, um something Marquardt.
1: Oh, the guy who played Shane?
0: Nope, nope, not Shane. He played Oh no, he'd
1: be reprising his role as Punisher, never mind.
0: I think he plays the the gay character in there. Um, I only watched,
1: watched like, the first two seasons. I don't remember a gay character.
0: Ross Marquand. That's his name. Um, I don't know. Well, he's really good at impressions. And so he has been playing Red Skull's voice in everything. Like, okay. Forward. And he's very, very good at it. Like, I mean, in Infinity Wars, I really thought it was Hugo Weaving until I read that.
1: Yeah, I didn't voice. realize it was someone else. Yep. Interesting.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So
1: that's uh, that's talent.
0: So let's see. There was a couple of Easter eggs.
1: Um, Okay. I I, I just, I, the one that's been in my head since I saw the episode, you almost ripped my arm off.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. I I love it.
1: I love it.
0: Yep, that was the scene where they were on the train, and what's funny about it is he lost his arm on the train, and then when they reprogrammed him, they gave him the, the fake arm. Um, and
1: she pulled him up by the left arm. I don't know if you recognize that or not, but yep. she pulled him up by his left arm.
0: Yeah, when Peggy pulls Bucky back up, he slips, he slips off the train. He says, almost ripped my arm off. <laughs> of course, Bucky loses his arm falling from this train. Uh, Hydra <laughs> outfitted him with a cybernetic one when they turned him into the brainwashed Winter Soldier.
1: Um, real quick question. I'm on a delayed thought process. I apologize, ADHD. Um, so if we're talking about mirroring timelines like we were earlier, mm-hmm. and Red Skull gets eaten by the champion, who then gets taken to Vormir to lead people to a treasure he cannot possess?
0: Hmm. that's a good question well maybe it's still him because if memory serves me right Red Skull dies in the first Captain America right
1: false that's what it, that's what they want you to think he gets teleported to Vormir
0: let's well, see Vor- at Vormir he's dead like he's just an entity at that point like, he's not even, like, a, yeah. I don't want really to say, because I remember, I remember reading this somewhere where they kind of explained it, like, that's all he's there to do. That's all he can do. Like, he's not, like, he doesn't have any rec- uh, recollection of what happened beforehand. He's just there to lead people to, you know. But then again, he did say a treasure that he could never possess, which means that he does have memory of it.
1: Exactly. Hmm. Unless he's just referring to the Infinity Stones in general. But he would still remember, though. Well, eh, I don't know, because he knows about the Soul Stone, obviously. So that would imply that he knows about the other ones.
0: Here's what's fascinating about the Red Skull, because it it does appear that he, he, he knows about the Infinity Stones, maybe. But how did he know that the Tesseract came from Asgard? Like he said, this was from Odin's vault or Odin's whatever.
1: I would assume in one of the historical texts that he read. Because obviously he had to do research and stuff on it. So I would assume that, oh God, drop my phone. Um, I would assume that, you know, it was mentioned somewhere in some text.
0: That's the only thing that I can
1: think of that would make sense.
0: Well, anything else you want to say about this uh, episode?
1: Um, not in particular, although I do want to throw my theory out there now that The Watcher has officially been introduced. Um, so I have this theory about Hollywood in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Watchers tell and observe the stories of the multiverse, right? <clears throat> Hollywood is our universe's group of watchers. Every movie, every TV show you've ever seen has happened at some place, sometime in the multiverse. Just a theory.
0: Yeah, I can can see that.
1: Just wanted to throw that out there. I've had that for years, and I wanted to get that out on a public forum. (laughs)
0: Well, it has been archived now for eternity yeah. in podcast form. I'm trying to figure out, I guess I should look this up before we got on here, that's what the second episode is going to be. I think it's T'Challa as Star-Lord. And I'm like, how does that happen? I
1: I don't know. <laughs> like, unless he's taken by Ego instead of, you know, Peter Quill.
0: What if he found out he's not his dad's child? He's actually Ego's child. His mother yeah. is one of the people that he had sex with while he was inter the <laughs> interplanetary sleeping with everybody. Yeah, and I now, don't even
1: want to know how that works. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to know. Oh, because this gross.
0: T'Challa does it run into Star Lord? i does at least he Infinity in a... War? Yeah, Infinity if War. It's not in game. So I wonder what would be the Nexus event that would make that happen? Huh? Because I mean, like, well, he was at Earth on Earth at one point, but would he had been Wakanda in Wakanda? Wakanda wasn't open to Earth. Right.
1: I mean, I guess if he's a fucking planet he probably knows about Wakanda realistically like he's an extraterrestrial being
0: yeah I'm fascinated to see how they're going to set this up all of these how they're going to set that up like you're going you're gonna yeah. to
1: get... and what's episode 3 going to be I forgot what the third one they announced was
0: I do not know but I know we're going to get one with Killmonger being uh the king of, Ch- of Wakanda and those are the only three that I know about Agent Carter.
1: Maybe that was the third one then.
0: Uh, episode two might be as focused on T'Challa as Star-Lord. Uh, okay, doesn't say anymore. Uh, and then that's going to be the uh, final um, project that Chad, Chadwick Bozeman worked on for the MCU. So yeah, I get to hear his voice one last time, which is kind of sad. It is. It,
1: it's it's gonna be cool, but it's gonna be a bittersweet moment. That's for sure. Right, right.
0: I don't want to be crying watching the What If series. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I thought this was a really cool episode, and I like how Marvel. Anytime I'm like, ah, I'm not sure about this. Like when I went to see Ant Man, like when I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy, and I went to go see. Um, even, even, uh, Captain Marvel, even, even though Captain Marvel, I still kind of left like, eh, but man, they make you like something you think you're not going to like. Yep. Cause I was like, nah, this first episode, all right, I'm just going to get through it till we get to week two. But I was watching, I was like, this is actually pretty good.
1: Like it, it was, it was a really cool episode.
0: All right. So let's get out of here. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media.
1: Vape God Fletch Malone is available on Facebook under the name Fletch Malone. You can find me on Twitter, Fletch Malone, F and M are capitalized. Instagram at the Fletch Malone. Uh, ProWrestlingTease.com, Fletch Malone. BrainBusterTease.com, Fletch Malone. Uh, Storefrontier.com slash Vape God Fletch. Find me on YouTube, Fletch Malone. All over the place. If you're real nice, you can message me. I'll give you my Snapchat, but not likely. <laughs>
0: And you can catch me at XM Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. And then you can also find me at Xavier Mustafa on the Facebook and on the Twitter. So until next episode, make sure you guys take care of yourselves and each other.